CBS News Update. I'm Bill Lynch, CBS News, New York. Allied forces are now reported in a blocking position deep in Iraq on the banks of the Euphrates River west of Basra. U.S. Marines are also said to be in Kuwait City. Iraq's President Saddam Hussein says his forces will be out of Kuwait by day's end. He claims a victory of right over wrong, but has not accepted all U.N. resolutions. President Bush says he's determined to press on with the war to keep Iraq from regrouping for a counterattack. Middle East scholar Fuwad Ajami, a CBS News consultant, says Saddam's days in power are now numbered. The kind of uh, chaos and the kind of destruction he unleashed on, on, on Kuwait, uh, the kind of challenge he posed to the Saudis, uh, the kind of ruin he brought to the Arab world, that this is a man who can no longer be put on probation and then uh, forgiven uh, all his sins. Uh, I don't think he can get immunity from prosecution, as it were. I think that there is so, so much blood on his hands and so much destruction and there is such a commitment in the region that you can't build a new order of things. You can't res uh, restore order in this, uh, to this region with Saddam Hussein at the helm of power. As newsman Bill Gasparini reports, the Allied air war continues despite bad weather. Kuwaiti Air Force pilots are still flying missions over their country even as Iraqi troops reportedly pull out. The weather's been bad and many pilots haven't been able to hit their targets. But one airman says his colleagues have seen the Iraqis moving out. Uh, the guys who came in uh, early this morning uh, yeah, they saw them. Uh, they saw a lot of them, uh, you know, running pretty good. Just uh, pretty much the way they made us run. Now they're running away. The pilots say their missions will continue until they're sure Iraq is pulled out entirely. But even then, they say Saddam Hussein will remain a threat to their country. Bill Gasparini for CBS News, Saudi Arabia. U.S. Coast Guard pilots have spotted a huge new Persian Gulf oil slick, potentially the most damaging yet. It's about 55 miles east of the Saudi-Kuwait border, an area already covered in smoke from hundreds of oil well fires. CBS News Update, I'm Bill Lynch, CBS News, New York. Kuwait citizens are starting to celebrate in the streets, believing liberation is near. Here in Washington, President Bush is not taking Saddam Hussein's pledge of withdrawal at face value. Barry Bagnato reports. If the war is ending, it's not evident at the White House. Saddam's most recent speech is an outrage. President Bush, remaining tough, declared Saddam Hussein is not withdrawing, but retreating to avoid a rout. He is trying to save the remnants of power and control in the Middle East by every means possible. The president promises the war will continue with what he called undiminished intensity until Baghdad embraces all the UN resolutions and renounces its claim to Kuwait. Barry Bagnato, CBS News, Washington. The president is getting bipartisan support on Capitol Hill. House Speaker Tom Foley. Saddam Hussein will be presiding over a country whose infrastructure is destroyed, whose military capacity is in ruins, whose capacity to wage offensive war is over. It is largely over now. And uh, perhaps the, the, the most severe treatment of Saddam Hussein might be to ask him to explain to his own people what the policies were that brought them to this ruinous part uh, uh, and condition. And Marine Brigadier General Richard Neal says, make no mistake about it, the war is not over, and he vows to fight on, on the land, sea, and in the air until directed to do otherwise. Kuwait City will be liberated, says General Neal. CBS Radio Update, I'm Wes Vernon. CBS News Update, I'm Frank Setapani. With Iraq's army in a full-scale retreat from Kuwait, Allied forces are attempting to tighten the noose on Republican Guard elements hunkered down along the Iraqi border. Captain Eric Salmonson was part of the force that went after Republican Guard tanks. We got up there about uh, sunup, and sure enough, there's tanks all over. 
U.S. and other allied forces arrived in Kuwait City several hours ago. The capital has not been liberated yet, and one major tank battle is still going on to the west of the city. But along the coast, reporter Bob McEwen found no Iraqi resistance. He was greeted by jubilant, flag-waving Kuwaitis, some of whom told stories of Iraqi atrocities. Widespread destruction was evident. It's obviously a dark city now. There is, there is no electricity here. There is no water. The hotels have been burned. A great many people, the majority of the population of this country, have left. Correspondent Richard Threlkel witnessed a mass surrender in western Kuwait. The Iraqi troops prefer to surrender to Saudis or Egyptians, in other words, to fellow Muslims. Uh, they're afraid, they tell us, to, uh, to surrender to Americans, even though, as we all know, Americans treat their prisoners exceedingly well. The Iraqis don't know that, and uh, the, the Egyptians, after all, are fellow Arabs, are Arab brothers. And we've seen the most remarkable scenes of these former enemies hugging and kissing each other and shouting together in unison, Allahu Akbar, which is God is great. More than 30,000 Iraqis have been taken POW so far. The U.S. Central Command says so many are being taken prisoner, it's hard to keep track. The U.S. death toll in the land war is put at four, unchanged in the past 24 hours. Reporting from Baghdad under Iraqi press restrictions, correspondent Betsy Aaron tells of the disappointment there when President Bush gave a cold shoulder to Saddam Hussein's withdrawal order and said the war would continue. The reaction was, see, we knew it all along. The United States really wants to destroy Iraq. First destroy its military machine and then just plow into this country. We told you this would happen and now it is happening. The president says the war will end when Iraqi soldiers surrender and Iraq agrees to abide by all U.N. resolutions on the Gulf conflict. CBS News Update. I'm Frank Setapani, CBS News, New York. CBS News, I'm Dick Reeves. Iraq's president says his forces are withdrawing from Kuwait and should be out today. President Bush accused him of trying to claim victory in the midst of a rout and declared the war will go on. Kuwait's information ministry claims Kuwait City, the capital, is free. CBS News tells of a jubilant welcome for arriving Allied forces. The U.S. military says some Iraqis are fleeing, others remain. Fighting continues. President Bush called Iraq's withdrawal orders an outrage. France and Britain said the same. The Soviets said it's time for a ceasefire. But Senator Patrick Leahy, a Democrat, says Mr. Bush has Capitol Hill backing. He has strong support from the uh, Congress in making sure that there isn't a way for Saddam Hussein to declare victory. It's not a victory, it's a rout. Uh, he's been decisively beaten. Kuwait's government, still in exile, hoping to be home soon, doesn't want a ceasefire for Saddam Hussein's forces either. UN Ambassador Mohammed Abdul Hassan. He is now trying to save his skin, therefore he is pulling his army while he is keeping all his claim against Kuwait still alive. And that is very clear in the statement which, he has, which has been delivered by him, by the leader of Iraq, who has been defeated badly. CBS News reporter Bob McEwen and his colleagues are in Kuwait City, arriving there without a fight. We drove down the main road, as the Saudi army is right now. They're, well, last we saw them, they were at the 30-kilometer mark and stopped still. And from that point in, there was almost nothing on the highway. We bumped into one family about 20 kilometers out from Kuwait City uh, in an automobile with a smashed windshield. There were seven or eight of them in the car, and they were so happy to see us. And they told us what had happened last night, and that is that during the course of the night, the Iraqi army essentially left Kuwait City, and Kuwait is today, or the city is today, 
back in the hands of the Kuwaitis themselves. Bob McEwen in Kuwait City at the U.S. military briefing in Saudi Arabia. Brigadier General Richard Neal said there still is combat in Kuwait and elsewhere. Jesse Shulman reports. Fighting continues, said General Neal, partly in pitched battles like one going on now at the International Airport west of Kuwait City, partly as Allied forces chase down Iraqi infantry and tank units trying to stage a fighting retreat, and partly in battles with the Republican Guard, still dug in but cut off, said the general, and under heavy attack. They're still in a lot of the revetted positions that they have been in previously, and they're fighting from those revetted positions, and we're, uh, we're outflanking them, outmaneuvering them, and destroying them in place. 21 divisions out of some 50 in the Iraqi military had been destroyed or were unable to fight, he said. U.S. battlefield casualties, though, remained at four killed and 21 wounded in ground fighting. No change on the number reported yesterday. Jesse Shulman for CBS News, Riyadh. At three minutes after the hour, this is CBS News. When I think of heroes, I think of Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones and Bruce Willis as John McClane. I also think of paramedics, police, and total strangers who come to the aid of those in need. These are the people I watch on Rescue 911. William Shatner hosts the series of real-life drama that could save your life. Oh, I'll still go see Harrison and Bruce at the movies. But I stay home to see the real heroes of Rescue 911. Rescue 911, tonight on CBS. tradition of Progresso soups, like our vegetable, lentil, and minestrones. Each hearty soup is brimming with delicious vegetables and sunny Italian flavor. There's no soup like Progresso. The Supreme Court ruled states may tax goods sold by Native American tribal stores to customers not members of the tribes, but the court blocked the states from suing the tribes to enforce tax collections. Millions of dollars in state revenues were at stake. The Commerce Department said the U.S. merchandise trade deficit in the fourth quarter of 1990 was $28.9 billion. It was $29.8 billion in the third quarter. The department also announced that factory orders for big-ticket durable goods fell seven-tenths of one percent in January. On Wall Street at this hour, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 24.75 at 28.63.12. A Roman Catholic magazine in Italy charges President Bush deserves what it calls the Nobel War Prize for ignoring chances for Persian Gulf peace. The weekly Il Sabato declared the president had the very concrete possibility of a just peace, and he chose war, unquote. Dick Reeves, CBS News. CBS News Update, I'm Frank Setapani. Allied pilots have turned Kuwait into a shooting gallery, dropping cluster bombs and other explosives on Iraqi troops fleeing toward the border in what's described as a bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic jam. Pool reporter Joe Walsh is on the aircraft carrier Ranger in the Persian Gulf. The William Tell Overture is played each time Air Wing 2 on the USS Ranger prepares to take off for another bombing run over Kuwait. The latest strikes are taking place over northern Kuwait. Attack planes have gone after service-to-air missile sites in Kuwait City. They are pounding the movement of tanks and artillery moving north away from the Kuwait City area. 
Because of poor weather, radar-guided bombs are being used to hit many of the pre-selected targets. That dispatch was cleared by U.S. military censors. The White House and U.S. military officials in the Gulf say the Iraqi retreat from Kuwait is not the withdrawal Saddam Hussein promised earlier today, but a desperate run for their lives. President Bush says Saddam Hussein isn't interested in withdrawing, just saving some remnant of power and control. At a U.S. military briefing, a Central Command spokesman said the Iraqi army is collapsing. Jesse Shulman has more on that. General Neal said the Allies had cut the battlefield into separate pieces, cutting Iraqi units off from each other. For example, the Allies are believed to control the key crossroads troops retreating from Kuwait City would have to pass to get back to Iraq. He said the Allies were now systematically chasing down and destroying units trying to fight their way out. Other units, especially the Republican Guard in southern Iraq itself, were still dug in, but Neal said Allied forces have swept in behind the Guard and were, as he put it, destroying them in place. Pentagon officials say advance elements of the Allied force have reached the Euphrates River in southern Iraq to cut off the Republican Guard and blunt the retreat from Kuwait. U.S. and other Allied troops reached Kuwait City today to find relatively little resistance. They were greeted by jubilant Kuwaitis, but the Central Command says the liberation is not complete. Some Iraqis continue to fight and one big tank battle was reported at the Kuwait City airport. Correspondent Mitchell Krauss has the latest from the United Nations, where Iraq's friends still hope to get a political settlement. Frank, uh, Cuba has just circulated a draft resolution calling on Iraq to comply with its decision to fully and unconditionally withdraw its forces from Kuwait, and it says that should, the process should be completed within blank number of days. They didn't fill it in, and they might even fill in the number of hours. But there's no sign that this will actually be uh, discussed or voted on by the council. President Bush says the war will end when Iraq puts down its arms and agrees to abide by all U.N. resolutions on Kuwait. CBS News Update. I'm Frank Setapani, CBS News, New York.